Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. So would you go with me? Fridays, 10 a.m. on Line Dancer Radio. On a Sunday Eat and drink our lives away till three Stay out late at night without a worry Those were the days I felt safe, young and free Now the devil's in the street We're desperate to escape the dark Not like it used to be But you'll always find love in my heart for love everybody it's Hayley Wheatley here are you ready to hitch a ride with me this morning and it's lovely to see you all checking into the chat room already it looks set to be a lovely weekend this weekend the sunshine here in the UK where I live is coming out he's coming out from behind his cloud and joining me today ready for the weekend and this weekend Clint Eastwood actually turns 89 years old that's Sunday his birthday so uh, he's doing great isn't he let's see who's in the chat room with me this morning i'm going to check in with you all uh, hello phoenix morning Haley. tuned in for 9 p.m over here as my friday winds down so you're in the future phoenix how uh, or in the past 
no, the future. Get my time right. How was this Friday? Let us know what we've got to come. And uh, Ross Brown, good morning, lovely. How lovely to see you in the chat room this morning. Same to Daniel Dykmans, who says good morning, Haley, and everyone. Sandra Douglas, you're ready when I am. I'm getting ready. It's one of those kind of days today. And good morning, Clive. He's doing his 25 push-ups and waiting to see where we're heading this week. Okay, we need a really good song for you to do those push-ups too. Coming up next Clive and good morning Karen how lovely to see you morning Haley and all wonder where we're off to today well I'm hoping the last song give you a little bit of a clue the last song was London the song was London by Hamza the dance was called London life it was actually one of my own I taught it in three different countries loved it has lovely memories for me for me um, and it'll just give us a clue because London our very own London in the UK if you're joining in from the UK if you aren't from the UK and you're just tuning in have you been over to London it is our capital it's a bustling city full of lots of action and of course one of the places you can head to in London is the zoo but did you know although this zoo is one of the biggest it was the first in the world and initially it was set up in 1827 and it was only meant to be open to scientists so that they could carry out research into animals and their animal behavior and regular people weren't actually allowed to see inside. This changed in 1847 when the zoo was officially opened to the public, becoming the first place to do this and today it's still one of the largest zoos around the world. So we can head over to there first. There's lots of exciting things to always see in London. One of those is the red buses too. Of course you see the London buses and you associate the red telephone booths and the buses with London. But the buses weren't red until 1907. 1907 and uh, actually they used to be different colours depending on the route. So if you were travelling a different route you'd know to jump on a different colour bus but they changed because of all the competitiveness between bus companies at the side the red bus company really wanted to stand out and that's why the buses became red so i've filled you full of my first facts for today and uh, i can go on a little bit so we need to get straight into another song and this was one of my favorite dancers for a long time or my class's favorite dancers this one is called london rhythm swings <laughs>
go London rhythm swings I always did enjoy how that one had the sound effect at the end I don't know if everybody's copy did that but I love that it did uh, that was a favorite with my classes for a long time did you dance that one so we are in London first of all today I'm starting us off in the United Kingdom I like to do that that's where I live and uh, I can see lots more in the chat room from the UK too good morning Meg Yarnell and Ross Brown's got a great gif there for us London baby but good morning to Jim Stankiewicz. Of course, you are not in the UK. You are in America. So thank you so much for setting an alarm and tuning in with us this morning. Welcome to London, by the way. So, of course, just a few facts that I like to throw in. And uh, did you know the Houses of Parliament are actually a palace? Its proper title is the Palace of Westminster. And uh, did you also know that Norway gives the UK a tree every Christmas. It donates it to Trafalgar Square and has done every year since 1947 as thanks for our aid to them during World War II. Buckingham Palace wasn't always the royal residence. It was actually built for the Duke of Buckingham, hence the name. Uh, this was built in 1703 and bought in 1761 by King George III and he renovated it to make it a lot more suitable for royalty. It was actually Queen Victoria who later decided it was a lot grander than where she was living and a lot more central and she thought it would be more suitable for her family so she declared it the new royal residence and moved in there and of course her and Albert raised many children there and did you know that Winnie the Pooh the original Winnie the Pooh lived in London Zoo he was a bear given by the Canadian Army to the zoo in World War One he lived there from 1914 to 1934 and A.A. A. Milne, the Winnie the Pooh author, and his son Christopher Robin first saw the bear there. Of course, this bear was nothing like Winnie the Pooh. He didn't have a red t-shirt and he didn't eat honey and he didn't think, think, think. He had black fur and was really quite different, but very interesting. And the London Eye is the largest ferris wheel in the world at 135 metres tall. Uh, another little fact, London is the only city to host the Summer Olympics three times. Am I instilling within you an urge to get to London when this coronavirus crisis is all over? That's a mouthful on a on a Friday morning. Um, <laughs> plan your trips to London if you would like to go. This next one I am going to play is a cracking little song by Jamie Barnfield and Laura Sway and it's exactly what I am talking about. It is called Going to London. Now you know 
To London, choreographed by Jamie Bonfield and Laura Sway. What a cracking song that one is. I absolutely love it and it was a great dance too. Okay, so one place I like to go when I visit London and I would love to hear about yours, but I took my children for the first time a couple of years ago to the Tower of London. And often when we talk about London, people always ask about the Tower because it's been everything, hasn't it? It's been a place of execution, a royal residence, a, a royal mint, uh, the crown jewels are kept there. It really is quite a 
place where all is going on. Um, but when was it actually built? Well, William the Conqueror built a mighty stone tower at the center of his London fortress in the 1070s. Can you imagine? Defeated Londoners must have looked on in awe back then. But now a thousand years later, the tower still stands and has the capacity to fascinate and horrify. This was the start of what was to become the entire Tower of London area. It was built up from there and as a protector of the crown jewels, a home a home of the yeoman warders and its, le its legendary guardians. And uh, the tower now attracts over 3 million visitors a year. They have things such as the ceremony of the keys and other traditions that live on, as do the ghost stories and terrible tales of torture and execution. If you've ever read any history books um, sh um, that contain an execution at some point, needless to say, it, is probably, it has probably been performed at the Tower of London. It was uh, Tower Hill is very famous for its executions, but the tower does also have a richer and more complex history, having been home to a wide array of institutions, including the Royal Mint, the Royal Armouries, and even a zoo. Yes, there was lots of animals there when it was a royal residence, which was very unusual at the time. Um, it is the most secure castle in the land. It guarded royal possessions and even the royal family in times of war and rebellion. And again, in the history books, you'll see straight to the tower for protection is where a lot of the royals went. And for 500 years, monarchs also used the tower as a surprisingly luxurious palace. And uh, throughout history, the tower has also been a visible symbol of awe and fear. And uh, kings and queens also imprisoned their rivals and enemies within these walls. And the stories of the prisoners, rich and poor, still haunt the tower. And of course, you see a lot of beef eaters in the area as well. And just skipping over to beef eaters, do you know why they are called beef eaters? Well, these were Henry VII's personal guards, and because they were uh, so important to him, they were permitted to eat as much beef from the king's tables as they wanted, and hence that's how the name was born. They became beef eaters. So did we know that? Did we know that? I hope you've enjoyed being in London with me today. Um, we are going to leave London now. I've loved it. I'm um, just looking in the chat room. Leslie Kidd's joined us. Good morning. How are you? She's tuned in while working. Lovely to see you in the house, Leslie. And Clive said, London always reminds me of over the edge last year. Rather like today, it was a beautiful day and great fun. What a great memory, Clive. Of course, we did over the edge. That was the LDF challenge, the extreme challenge. Um, where we went up and we um, free, uh, we went, uh, we we abseiled, we free freely abseiled from one of the highest points, um, and we did it for the LDF charity, and it was amazing. But it was one of the hottest days. We were so warm, but it was such a great experience. Um, I'm really sad the extreme challenge won't go ahead this year, but I'm looking forward to it. It will be back on, and it will be great. And Clive's always uh, also saying. I once took part in the annual Lord Mayor's show in London and was part of the naval float as a young sailor in the year of 1960. That's brilliant. He says at the risk of boring you, certainly you're not boring me, Clive. That's a wonderful fact and thank you for sharing it with us. Tanya McDonnell-White is in. 
Good morning Hayley from sunny Wales. Lovely to hear it's nice and sunny down there today Tanya and uh, we've just popped into London. We've started off here in the UK today and uh, there's so many things we could say about London I'm sure but I don't want to bore you by going on and on with all my experiences so I'm going to whisk you away from London now. Now the next song is one called London to Jamaica. It was choreographed by Ross Brown. A, a little beginner dance but a really cute one and uh, we're perfect to take us away from London. Let's take us to Jamaica. Again, this one's called London to Jamaica. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. It's oh, dead.
was JLS there, the song was Make Me Wanna and the dance was called London to Jamaica choreographed by Ross Brown. Lovely little beginner dance that one, look it up if you haven't done it. And uh, how lovely, what a lovely surprise to see Judith Todd in the chat room this morning. She's saying let's hope we can get out and about sometime soon, till then stay safe everyone. And there's a lovely little rainbow there, it's lovely to see all the rainbows in the windows when you go out and about isn't it? Uh, we've been to London this morning, it's been really fun, we just played a few little tracks from London there and I quickly whisked you off to London Zoo and into the Tower of London but don't worry I'm not going to leave you there, I'm going to take you to Jamaica with me and that's why we just played the last track London to Jamaica and Ross Brown is in the house just saying thank you for including this one, can only remember the first four steps nowadays, I'm sure it would come back to you Ross, I don't know if we're all the same actually, there's a few points I just go to think of a dance and then I think hmm how does it start and it's worse than ever for me and I think that's just because we're not social dancing as much in this climate at the moment even if we are teaching uh, but I know we'll all get back into it and uh, let's have a little look at the next one that's coming up of course I'm taking you to Jamaica and uh, we did go to the Caribbean two weeks ago but I just whisked you around certain places so today specifically Jamaica I'm going to play you a little one that I did play a couple of weeks ago because I love it. I remember learning it so many years ago uh, when I must have been about 17 when this one came out and uh, it was one of my favourites at the time. Choreographed by Peter Metelnik and Chris Hodgson. This one was called Jamaica Mistaker. She was born in Dakota where she froze to death each winter But she dreamed about the island By the fire burning splinters It was almost Jamaica Almost paradise It was almost Jamaica It was almost real nice so she moved out on the board With the sunshine but no sea breeze Though she could not drink the water Some of the streets were lined with palm trees It was almost Jamaica Almost paradise It was almost Jamaica it was almost real nice Electric fan on the table Shower is her waterfall she may never have Jamaica But in her mind she has it all And it was almost Jamaica Almost paradise It was almost Jamaica It 
Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Yes, don't forget to join Ross for his show every week. He's in the chat room this morning just talking about our last track, What a Great Dance. The last one I played you was Jamaica Mistaker. That was the name of the dance. The track was Almost Jamaica by the Bellamy Brothers and the choreography was by Peter Metelnik and Chris Hodgson and it was a favourite. Clive's also saying he remembers this one. I was taught Jamaica Mistaker in Benidorm way back in the day and could probably still do it if just after a quick walkthrough and uh, I feel exactly the same such a favorite one and don't the old ones always stay in your head the most hey eh? those ones that we used to do again and again and again will we ever forget seven nights to rock I don't think so we are in Jamaica at the moment and because the sun is shining outside I am wondering if anybody is gonna help themselves to a little tipple today I tell you what in lockdown I'm a little more inclined than I usually would be and uh, if you fancy it have yourself a quick rum because of course rum is the national drink of Jamaica and over there their speciality is drinking rum with coconut water yes that sounds great if not just help yourself to a Malibu and coke and uh, here's a little interesting fact do we have any James Bond fans in the house 
Well, after writer, uh, James Bond writer Ian Fleming made his fortune, uh, he uh, decided to build his dream home. He designed it himself and needed to figure out where he wanted to build it. And guess what? He chose Jamaica. He actually named the house Golden Eye after one of his spy thrillers. He, he wrote 10 spy thrillers actually um, and, and now they're talking about what if they made James Bond into a woman what do you think about that guys I, I think I just like James Bond the way he is actually does anybody agree but very interesting fact so Jamaica must be a great place I've never been have you been any of our listeners been to Jamaica I would love to hear about it in 1988 Jamaica became the first tropical country to enter a winter event it was the bobsled event and has anybody seen the movie Cool Runnings? Uh, if you did, that what that kind of tells the story of this. Um, and they're actually uh, they they've won a lot of Olympic medals. The USA are the only ones to win more Olympic medals than Jamaica. And uh, Jamaica was the first Caribbean nation to gain independence. But similar to Car uh, Canada, they chose to remain part of the British Commonwealth. Uh, really interesting place by the look of it, and most importantly, warm. And uh, a lot of our great dancers revolve around Jamaica. And uh, I don't know if you know which one I'm thinking of next, but I'm going to tell you it's a Ria Vos dance, and it's got a lovely flamenco flair to it. Yes, this next Next one is Jamaican love.
truth I want to sway with you Reach in your heart you'll see So come and dance with me Dance with me, you'll hear the crashing sea. Oh, oh. Jamaican love. So come and dance with me under the shaded tree. Dance with the energy, you'll feel the need in me. So come and dance with me, you'll hear the crashing sea. Dance to the melody, Jamaican love. Jamaican love. That one was choreographed by Rhea Voss. What a brilliant dance that was. I used to love, love, love that one. Do you remember it, guys? Okay, so I'm just looking at some of these gifs that Jim is sharing in the chat room. How cool. We've got a Pirates of the Caribbean gif. Why is the rum always gone? Oh, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, we love Disney in my house. Have I mentioned that once or twice before? I think I possibly have. And of course, I was mentioning that movie Cool Runnings. Of course, if you haven't seen it have a little watch of it in lockdown it's a great movie and this is what Jim's GIF is showing feel the rhythm feel the rhyme um, it's a great movie but of course you probably won't want to watch it today because the Sun is out and we're enjoying the lovely sunshine and lovely to see lots of people listening in from their garden too how wonderful we are visiting Jamaica at the moment oh I really wish we were visiting Jamaica of course we must have a rum in our hand even if it's only an imaginary one and Jamaica is only one of two countries in the whole world to have no colors in common with the United States flag. Uh, yellow, green and black is the color, are the colors included in the Jamaican flag and the only other country is Mauritania. So uh, quite a different flag there and of course if you can see Jim's GIF in the chat room you'll see they're wearing the Jamaican colors right there. Jamaica was the first country in the western world to build a railroad. It was built 18 years after Britain built their first railroad, Jamaica decided to do the same. And uh, we were just in London earlier talking about Buckingham Palace and Victoria's decision to move in there. Of course, her husband, Prince Albert, was one of the people who really championed railroads in Britain. He was uh, really interested in uh, things moving on, machinery and things that would make life better. And the railroad was a fascination of his and uh, it spread all the way over to Jamaica. So well done, Jamaica, for picking up that. They were also the first country to ever ha uh, host their own web page for their particular country and uh, they were pioneers in the, the telephone telecommunications in that area as well. Uh, they were really ahead of their game in the Caribbean. And if you visit uh, Jamaica, you will find orchids everywhere. I hope you like orchids, 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 <laughs> orchids, uh, because there are 200 species growing wild in Jamaica and actually 73 of those species are unique to Jamaica. So if you are a flower fan, go over there and enjoy them. I'm just learning about gardening actually. I knew nothing before lockdown and I'm loving gardening at the moment. Um, me and my other half, we go on many walks in an evening and all we do is look at the plants. We're very boring according to our children, but I don't care. I don't care. I enjoy it. Um, while we're in Jamaica, I'm going to play you one more track. Now this particular song was quite a popular track. We hit on them every week where I say, oh, there was a few 
few dancers to this and this is another one of them. So uh, one of the dancers was called Hot Steppin and that was a dance choreographed by Larry Bass and Peter Metelnik. Another one was called Jamaican Jam choreographed by Michael O'Shea in Ireland. Uh, Jamaican Vacation was another choreographed by Gay Tether and my uncle John choreographed by Tina Chen and Sally Hung was another and that last one should give you a little clue to what the track is if you haven't done any of those dances. The track is called Uncle John from Jamaica and what better on a Friday morning than a little bit of Venga Boys. This is Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez reminding you to tune in each week to Line Dance Podcast on LineDancerRadio.com and LineDancePodcast.com. 
Um, we're, we've been in Jamaica, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it, hitching a ride with me from London to Jamaica. And uh, Ross Brown has put in the chat room, as soon as I heard you say Pirates of the Caribbean, I was waiting for you to mention Disney. I'm really, I'm really predictable, huh? Am I that predictable? Yes, I do love Disney. Um, but I will whisk you away now and I'll promise to not mention it too much in future. To somewhere new, we're going to go back to Asia uh, again this week and I'm going to take you to South Korea and I want to start off with this first song because it was a dance that was just tagged on my wall this morning actually and uh, straight away I jumped on and thought wow when we go to South Korea I'm gonna start off with this one what a cool dance it's choreographed by uh, the wonderful Misuk La and the beautiful Hyunji Chung both beautiful and talented ladies and uh, when I saw Hyunji's video this morning I thought you know what it looks like uh, she looks like a pop star <laughs> she looks like it looks like a music video she's such a pretty lady um, and uh, this dance looks amazing uh, so if you want to have a look at it on my wall do so it's uh, a track that I've never heard before I think it's a Korean track perhaps but we'll have a listen now um, and the dance is called cloud nine Yeah, I got 
남으면 별들이 내 인생의 봄날이로세 내 인생의 봄날이로세 And there we have it. That's a spanking new one called Cloud Nine, choreographed by beautiful ladies and choreographers Misukla and Hyunji Chung. And uh, that is on my wall this morning. If you want to check that one out, I am bringing you to Korea. We started off in London, England this morning. We went to Jamaica, and now we're in South Korea. And it is the country in the world with the lowest obesity rate. And I don't know how. It's just full of beautiful people. All the ladies that come from there are so gorgeous and I'm gonna go to another one now and that is of course Grace David and uh, Grace has been uh, doing a lot of work on Streamline at the moment and I'm gonna play you one of the dancers she taught on there uh, this one was choreographed by Jeff Camps and herself and it's a cracking song called play a game
there we go. The dance was play a game. The song was Heartbreaker by Loic Nottet. And the choreography was by Grace, David and Jeff Camps. Thank you so much, guys, for that one. What a great dance. And so, uh, Grace actually lives in Seoul, which is the capital of South Korea. And uh, Seoul has a population of 10 million. It is the most populated city in South Korea with a lot of high-rise apartments to accommodate everybody. It looks an amazing place, though. There are five royal palaces built in Seoul, built by kings who ruled for 500 years. And uh, we've all heard of K-pop, have we? Possibly. Uh, this is just... Uh, basically Korean pop and it is a major export. Uh, do you remember Gangnam Style by Psy? <laughs> I've put an image of that particular song into your head now I'm sure. Gangnam Style was pretty popular over here. It was the world's most viewed video on YouTube in 2012 um, and Gangnam if you're wondering what it is it's actually uh, a place in Seoul a kind of fashionable area there uh, and another thing to know about South Korea Korean babies are one year old on the day they're born and then they add a year on each new New Year's Day. So if you often hear Koreans talk about getting a year older, it's usually when New Year is coming, um, although they do have two New Year's too also. And uh, I'm just looking in the chat room. Good morning, Debbie Morgan. How lovely to welcome you in on our travels this morning. And the lovely Sarah Jelkinen too, of course. You rock. She's put a lovely little gif up there. You rock too, Sarah. And uh, we are in South Korea. I hope you're enjoying being here with me this morning. And uh, I'm just uh, going to play you a few more tracks from some wonderful Koreans. And uh, one of these is by someone who we would probably know as the line dance queen if you've watched any of her videos uh, on YouTube. Uh, she is called Yoon. Uh, Young Ha Yoon and uh, this is one of her choreographies to a track by Sophia Reyes and the track is called Idiota. Son las pistas de blue Te ahogaste con pizza O como has estado De nuevo en Ibiza Se te cortó la luz Perdiste la visa O por qué no has llegado Y es que Siempre consigo lo que quiero cuando quiero Pero no me notas Será que estás idiota
la corona por él uh. Siempre consigo lo que quiero cuando quiero Pero no me notas Será que estás idiota Ay. Idiota Si supieras que te pierdes de lo bueno Pero no te importa Me tienes bien idiota 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 that was Idiota and the song was by Sophia Reyes. The dance was also called Idiota and it was choreographed by Young Hai Yoon aka the line dance queen and uh, what a cracking dance again. What great dances we've got lined up today and we have Leslie Sinclair in the house. So lovely to see you. Good morning. Great show today she says. Thank you so much babe for joining us. Uh, so uh, we're in South Korea. It's a place where the winters are cool and the summers are hot. So I'm hoping it is lovely over there now as the summer is approaching and uh, all those uh, beautiful sights that can be seen especially in Seoul where although it's very densely populated there are so many lovely sights. I've never been to South Korea myself uh, but if you have I'd love to hear all about it. Um, okay we're gonna play another one now by Russabel So um, also known as He Sun and this one is called Grass Leaf Love. Darling, oh my honey, three times. Singular, a chimesari, pretty pemetis, it's a So you
있어 That one was Grass Leaf Love. The music was by Mr. Pang and the choreography was by Russabel So, also known as He Sun from South Korea. We've hit town in South Korea. I'm checking in the chat room. I'm just, we always get back to Disney. I can't help myself. And uh, Jim is taking credit for that. He's saying sorry to Ross because he's such a Disney fan. He keeps with the GIFs and getting it started. And Ross is saying, hey, not a problem at all. He, uh, he loved his trips to Disneyland Paris they've been nothing but magical uh, we just can't help ourselves we just can't help ourselves if you really really hate Disney um, you need to write me a complaint letter and I will shut up because otherwise I'll just keep talking and talking and talking about it and uh, we are hitting down in South Korea where there is no Disney so luckily I can change the subject um, but we are just talking about the beautiful choreographers from there and there are so numerous uh, so many of them um, I've had the honor of meeting two of them um, I met Grace David when we were both teaching out in Singapore and uh, that was the first time I met her and then of course she came over to the UK and I met the uh, lovely Hyunji Chung when we were both teaching out in Spain last year and that was a great experience too to meet her wonderful absolutely wonderful uh, I've never been to South Korea but I hear it's a great place it is the home of Taekwondo which is their national sport Koreans have the most Olympic gold medals in this sport. Of course they do, of course. And Korea has the lowest obesity rate in the world. I mentioned every one from there is wonderful and beautiful and um, the, it's down to really uh, a healthy atmosphere and, and a good diet. So you don't get a lot of overweight people over there. Um, despite this fact, in South Korea, it's perfectly legal to drink alcohol in public, anywhere in public. There's no such thing as a last call in South Korea and you can pick up your next drink from any near convenience store so very very relaxed uh, uh, attitude towards alcohol if you're heading out to South Korea um, South Koreans consider number four unlucky uh, perhaps in the way that we would maybe 13 um, in our society in our Western society 13 can be unlucky to some and four is to Koreans in some uh, high-rise buildings floor number four is completely missed out it would go three to five um, because that isn't a good number for them oh and one thing is never ever write a Korean's name in red ink that's that's very bad it means that the person is is about to die or, or dead it's not good to do that so never ever do that and um, also it's important in Korea that people kind of know their blood type 
it's identified as soon as they're born and uh, they believe that your blood type has a lot to do with your personality so it will be a bit of a conversation topic over there and sometimes we have some lovely Koreans in the house we don't today it's just one of those days um, but they can let me know later when they listen in on catch-up if I've got all these right uh, we could even come back to Korea in future weeks I would love to do that um, and I I've seen there's so many wonderful choreographers from that part of the world. As usual, I can't highlight them all because there's amazing choreographers from everywhere. But I've been able to um, highlight today Misukla and Hyunji Chung in their new dance Cloud 9 and Grace David for her co-choreography player game with Jeff Camps. I am going to play another of Grace's dances in a different country, but that's, that's coming up. You have to wait and stay tuned in to hear that one russ russie bell uh so we've played uh, one of hers grassleaf love and uh i'm gonna play you out of south korea with another one by hyunji chung but this one also has two more south korean choreographers on the list hyuna lee and heeson lee and uh this is a cool little song uh the dance and the name of the song is called volare oh Pienso que un sueño parecido no volverá más Y me pintaba las manos y la cara de azul Y de provisa el viento la vida me debo Y me hizo volar en el cielo infinito
mano la cara de azul Y de improviso en el viento rápido me llevo Y mi chena volar en el cielo infinito Your Sunday brunch with Gary S. Ten till twelve PM here online dance and radio. And we've been in South Korea celebrating some of our glamorous choreographers that come from there. The last one I played was a track called Volare O, choreographed by Hyunji Chung, Hyuna Lee and Hee Sun Lee. Great choreography, a piece of choreography there, girls. Very, very well done. And uh, I did say that I would play another of Grace's throughout the show. Uh, you'll see why soon. And Sarah has said, I can't wait for some more Grace dancers. Love her choreographies and uh, she's so graceful yes she is and uh, Jim Jim the unmistakable sound of gypsy kings speaking of Disney they recorded a version for of I've got no strings in 1991 for an album called mad about the mouse I, I said no more Disney talk you're such a bad influence oh my goodness sit on the naughty step <laughs> so we started off in London England this morning it was really great the weather was nice there and then I took you to Jamaica where the weather was even better I brought you to South Korea and now we're gonna go somewhere somewhere else hot today. It's a place I would love to visit. It's Africa. Just Africa in general. I realize there are 54 countries in Africa and there's actually a total of more than 1.1 billion people. Um, uh, that's actually 15% of the world population. 15% of the world population live in Africa. It's a really big place um, and there, there are so many countries I wouldn't even know where to go to. But uh, I'm going to bring you to Africa with me and enjoy being here in this nice warm sunshine for a little bit. This next one you'll have danced something to at some point. Um, we used to dance black coffee to this one. Um, but... Uh, there actually was something choreographed to this particular song um, and the dance was called Out of Africa. It was choreographed by Gordon Timms in the UK. The track is Sunshine by Dario G. But as I say, if you have a listen to this one, you'll recognize it. And uh, the reason we're playing it is to celebrate that particular dance out of Africa. Oh, 
there we have it sunshine by dario g to celebrate a particular dance called out of africa choreographed by gordon timms and as i said we did a few other dances to this i actually said black coffee but i think we did t-bone shuffle to it more than that actually more than we did black coffee but a lot of things fit to it and the proof is he here when clive says this is about the best summer dance music i know i've been dancing it on the forecourt much to the amusement of the neighbors but who cares go clive yeah i want to be one of your neighbors i would just applaud and join in go you um it is it's such a great track i really love that one um and i was happy to start off in africa with that particular track and grace david is in the house too she says thank you for introducing south korea Haley. now to africa uh so i hope i got all the south korea facts right grace and how lovely to see you in the house now i promised you another track by grace david and i am going to keep my promise this next one has an africa connection uh have a little think i bet you can guess as to what's coming it is co-choreographed uh along with grace by david hoyne philip sobrilo and rebecca lee and uh the track is about africa but the dance is called ocean to ocean they tried to get rid of me but from ocean to ocean they gonna have to deal with me I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead Always against all eyes like Pac said I'm the living great Gatsby But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy From ocean to ocean, sea to sea I'm something that you gotta see
ocean to ocean such a feel-good one there choreographed by grace david who we've been chatting about a little bit today as we went to south korea also by david hoyne philip sobrello and rebecca lee and uh we have a lot in the chat room there loving that one loving it and uh, ross is just going back to the dario g track and he says uh definitely t-bone shuffle there definitely that's what they did to that one uh yeah i think us mostly actually uh grace has said woohoo ocean to ocean and she's confirming i did get a lot of the south korea facts right thank you grace phew <laughs> carolyn hello good morning she says hi Haley and all and uh we've got a lovely gif there we're hitting down in africa we played ocean to ocean and sarah jalkanen is saying oh a huge huge favorite of mine yes i can see why it's awesome okay so so many things about africa i would love to know if anyone's ever been to africa um i always used to think when i was small of it being the place that only the rich could go to you would see everybody going out on the safaris and uh, it looked so exciting and i think of africa and uh, ask me to name a country of there where is the first you think of what would be the first country you say if i say africa i always think of kenya to be fair because you think of the safaris there but when you look on the map when i looked on the map last night it's a really small little country is kenya and in fact um nigeria nigeria has the highest population 18 percent of all of africa is represented there in nigeria um and uh, there's lots of brilliant places and one of these places is south africa um lovely lovely place right down the bottom and uh, when I look for dancers from particular choreographers, I often see a lady from South Africa. And this, uh, this person is called Marty Pappendorf. And uh, so many choreographies of hers to choose from. But one in particular um, that I wanted to play just to set the tone is a little bit, one that's a little bit different. Uh, this particular dance is called River of Dreams. And it's a Haley Westenra track. If you know Haley Westenra's stuff, you'll know that this is going to be quite an unusual track. But if you like it, go look up the dance and see what you think. River of Dreams.
and that one was River of Dreams. River of Dreams is the name of the dance and the song. And uh, talking of rivers, the world's longest river is the Nile, which is in Africa. And the hottest place on the world in the world is Ethiopia, and that's also in Africa. And we're touching down in Africa, a place I would love to visit. And of course, Madagascar is part of Africa. And did you know 90% of Madagascan animals are only found in Madagascar. Very interesting. The Sahara in northern Africa is the largest hot desert in the world and Africa is known as the cradle of humankind. It's the place where, place where the first hominids, humans, gorillas and chimps evolved five to ten million years ago. Um, fossils prove evidence of this first human life. Africa has the largest mammals on the planet. Um, it has African elephants. I was reading a kind of cool fact about uh, elephants actually uh, just this morning about uh, how they're such a compassionate animal. Um, if they see people who are weak, they, uh, they appear quite empathetic towards them, even if they're other species. So beautiful uh, animals are the African elephant and uh, then, of course, native to Africa, the African elephant, as are giraffes, the tallest animal in the world. Um, and also uh, the cheetah, the fastest animal in the world, is native to Africa. And... Um, more of half of the African continent is covered by grassland or savanna and uh, despite Africa being the second largest continent it has the shortest cold coastline that's kind of unusual huh? a lot of inland places um, and almost 50% of the world's French speaking population are in Africa and here's one the richest man ever was African Musa the first of Mali the 10th Emperor of the Mali Empire died in 1937 with a net worth of what, what would now be three to four hundred billion dollars so a very rich man I think involved in slaves actually uh, perhaps not not so good uh, but very very interesting fact um, and Africa of course being such a big place I could go on and on about this place but I want to hear what you're saying in the chat room um, and Grace David saying me too she thinks of uh, Kenya, Kenya and Nigeria so many places in Africa. Carolyn's saying, I have been to eight countries in Africa on three separate trips. Love it. Wow, Carolyn, you've traveled some really amazing places. I am in awe. That sounds amazing. I'd love to know which countries, actually. Let me know which countries you've been to and uh, which were your favorites. Uh, this is my brother in the chat room. My big brother's popped in because I did mention, I know he's been to so many places in the world, more than I would uh, even dare think about. Out and uh, I asked him where he'd been to. He's been to Morocco and Algeria in the north and he says the beach in Casablanca reminded me of Blackpool <laughs> but hopefully they've improved it since then. Funny that's not how you picture it. Um, cool thank you for popping in Glenn and um, I don't know if you'll mind me saying but but his uh, his girlfriend lives in Africa too so uh, I did want his input on that so thank you so much and Sarah says she uh, to her, her also Kenya comes to mind and she says she's been to Egypt um, but she hardly remembers that it's actually Africa. Indeed it is, of course. Uh, again, a place on my list. And I'm loving hearing about uh, those of you that have visited. And the last dance we played was River of Dreams. And Carolyn's saying, 
Oh wow, when you said River of Dreams, I was confused thinking of Charlotte Skeeter's dance to Billy Joel's song. This song you're playing is quite different than that one, but very beautiful. Yes, that was a different dance uh, completely, but both great, both great ones in their own way. And Clive is saying, this is the first time I've heard this song and I think it's beautiful. Can you let me know who the singer is and what the title of the song is so I can add it to my collection? I certainly can, Clive. So that one was called uh, River of Dreams. It was from an album called The Four Seasons uh, and it's sung by Hayley Westenra. Her first name is spelled exactly the same as mine with a Y in the middle and her surname is Westenra. W-E-S-T-E-N-R-A. And Grace David says, very refreshing music. Sometimes this kind of music is perfect to get away from an exhausting day. Really good one. Thank you, Grace. I, I do love this type of music too. I love classical radio, actually, when I'm not listening to Line Dancer Radio. But of course, Line Dancer Radio is my most favorite. And uh, I, Africa is great. I wish we could spend longer here. I, I need more facts and I need more tracks. If you want to recommend any to me, do inbox them. And this next one I'm going to play as Out of Africa with is a song called Africa. The dance also was called Africa. Um, it was choreographed by Marie Sorensen from Denmark and uh, Gordon Elliott in Australia also did a dance to this. And um, it's by E-Type, you know, that those that did Hold Your Horses. Yep, yeah, I really like this one. I'm hooked on this one. Have a listen. It's called Africa. I will
every Thursday, all the way from Bonnie Scotland. Join Heather Barton at 4.30 to 6.30pm for a blether with Heather. And that last dance was called Africa. Two great dancers actually choreographed by Marie Sorensen from Denmark and Gordon Elliott from Australia. And we've been in Africa. I hope you've enjoyed safariing there and enjoying the sunshine with me. One thing I have noticed when looking at um, pictures from Africa is the phenomenon that is the pink lake. Um, less than an hour away from the capital city of Senegal, there is an unusual lake that will surely catch the unsuspecting visitor's eye uh, because of its unusual yet vivid pink color and it's called Lake Repa or Lake Rose it is known by the locals. It's separated only by some narrow dunes from the Atlantic Ocean and uh, as expected its salt content is very high. It's uh, similar to that of the Dead Sea actually but its very distinct pink color is caused by uh, some salina bacteria which is attracted by the lake's salt content and the bacteria produces a red pigment in order to absorb the sunlight thus giving the lake its unique color and uh, it's especially visible during the dry season. Um, I came across that picture actually a few weeks ago um, when looking at some of the world's natural phenomenons so if you want to have a little peek just uh, just google it and you'll see the pictures it's amazing and a lot of colored lakes actually uh, if you put the water in a glass that the color isn't there but I believe if I've got this correct uh, the pink lake is different the water is pink and uh, thank you for everyone joining in in the chat room and sharing your experiences about Africa with me I was talking to my big brother my big brother's in the chat room today um, because I was asking him about Africa um, and I'm used to my big brother actually being in all different parts of the world usually I just message and say oh so where are you today and it's usually somewhere in the Caribbean or uh, French Polynesia or uh, some somewhere uh, I, I endless places um, he travels a lot with his work um, and but he's been to Africa and his girlfriend is from Africa and he says my girlfriend is from Uganda and I haven't been there yet but I probably will. Churchill called it the Pearl of Africa and they have signs in Entebbe airport proclaiming it. How cool. Um, Clive's just thanking me for the Hayley Westenra track. Uh, that was River of Dreams. We've enjoyed that one because it is by an African choreographer. So Marty Pappendorf has done absolutely loads actually. So uh, look up the name on Coppernob if you looking for some more great dancers and uh, my brother's saying also another interesting place I've been to in Morocco is Kueta at the tip sort of opposite Gibraltar it's in Africa but it's owned by Spain so it's very Spanish but has a more African feel than Spain itself these are all going on my travel list how about you guys is anyone wanting to head to Africa when this is all over my list is endless absolutely endless um, but today we've had some great African songs and I'm gonna do something a little bit unusual I'm gonna hitch you back to the UK to finish today I want to take you over to Manchester. Now Manchester is somewhere that is less than three hours away from me. I often fly from Manchester airport and um, when I was looking into some of the history of it I thought there is no way I'm gonna fit this into the end of my show. So I'm gonna try my best and if all else fails we will finish in Manchester this week and start off there next week. But this first one is a particularly special one I had to play this week. The dance is called Forever a 
star and it is choreographed by the very wonderful Blair Morgan and um, if you uh, if you're a line dancer and uh, you don't know that name I would be very surprised but if you're tuning in today and you aren't sure I will tell you that this girl is eight years old but she is fantastic and she has choreographed her very first dance and she taught it live on Streamline pretty amazing for eight years old actually before i ever line danced i saw on blue peter as a child the youngest line dance instructor ever i think he was about 10 years old so i would probably say grace uh, uh, blair is in the guinness book of records at the moment uh, could be in the guinness book of records um, and this dance is amazing blair so a big round of applause and very well done blair morgan's dance forever a star <laughs>
hello thank you everyone who's hitching a ride with me this morning we've been all around the world we started in london england we went to jamaica we headed to south korea and then to africa and we're back in the uk now and uh, glenn is saying when you go uh, from the med to the atlantic you can see africa on the left and europe on the right in the distance it's incredible to see another thing for the bucket list and he was loving the hayley westerner song and i've started off in manchester with blair morgan's new dance forever a star and of course if you are regular listeners you will know the morgans are just a super talented family uh, great uh, instructors um, debbie and dave are great dancers and uh, choreographers of course dave's done amazing stuff and uh, very very important here at line dancer radio and you will probably have listened in lots to dave morgan's show uh, of course, if you haven't and you're just joining Line Dancer Radio, you need to listen in. And uh, Blair is eight years old and she has choreographed this dance and it is absolutely amazing. And we cannot forget, of course, her brother Blake, who is absolutely gorgeous. He is such a charmer. So they are just an amazing family uh, full of talent. And uh, I had to start with that one. And uh, I nearly said Grace at one point, but that's because Grace David has just done an amazing video of this dance. She's saying woohoo, forever a star. Ross, of course, is saying you are a superstar. Yes, we've all watched Blair grow up from being a baby. So I think we speak for us all when we say we're so very proud of how talented and how wonderful she is. And Sarah says, oh, Blair is so cute and so talented. And the teach was so brilliant. And Grace, David is saying, just going back to her teach video, me and my ladies enjoyed dancing this and they couldn't believe when I told them Blair, an eight-year-old girl, choreographed it. I literally showed them Blair's teach video. I think you've got it or you haven't. And if you've got that talent, you've always got it. And Blair, you've got it. You are forever a superstar. And uh, Blair's mom, Debbie, is on saying thank you from Blair. Of course. Well done, princess. Uh, let's go into Manchester at the moment. And this is... Uh, really where uh, Blair and Blake and the Morgans are from. Uh, I think I've got this right in saying Ashton under line, which is just on the outskirts of Manchester. Manchester is home to the world's longest running soap opera, Coronation Street. And the B is Manchester's symbol, adopted to symbolise the industrious nature of its people. Of course, Manchester was the first city to commemorate its LGBT past by commissioning a local artist to set rainbow tiles into flagstones across the country. And Manchester is the birthplace, did you know, of vegeta vegetarianism. The movement began in 1809, inspired by the sermons of Reverend William Cowherd in the borough of Salford. So many facts I can list here today about Manchester. But I'm going to play you another piece of choreography next by a Manchester local. I'm talking about Craig Bennett, who had a little bit of a retirement spell. And he's just done a newish dance and he's called it Back for Good, Maybe. Back for Good, Maybe. This is a really good song, a different version of a Take That song uh, by Hannah's Yard. Let's have a listen and see what you think. I guess now it's time. For me to give up I feel it's time Got a picture of you beside me Got my lipstick mark still on my coffee cup Oh yeah 
by Hannah's Yard and the dance is called Back for Good Maybe choreographed by Craig Bennett so yes check that one out and if you are in the chat room today just have a little look down at Debbie Morgan's comment because she's popped a little video there of uh, Blair and Blake dancing aren't they fantastic Blake's doing really well as well let's not forget him I tell you what he is such a little charmer he is absolutely gorgeous and if you see Blair there too dancing you won't believe that she has choreographed such a wonderful dance because she's so tiny but she is so clever we are so impressed and sky is the limit for these two because uh, really forever a star and I think both of you actually thank you for sharing that video with us Debbie we are hitting down and finishing off in Manchester today um, I definitely have far too much to fit in so we will start back here next week uh, in the chat room as well Clive's watching Blake dancing and uh, that last song Ross Brown is saying Peter Kay thought the lyrics to this were wash your back wash your back 
wash you back for good brilliant <laughs> and uh, Carolyn's saying love this song back for good it's lovely really want to move to this beautiful music we'll need to look up Craig's dance it's probably stunning he does some brilliant stuff to this type of music and uh, I haven't actually danced it yet but I'm gonna look it up too uh, Clive says, I was at a Daniel Whitaker weekend when Craig taught this. It's great to see him back. I just hope it's permanent. So, uh, Clive, you'll let us know if the dance is good. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. And Grace David is saying, great version of this track back for good i just checked the sheet now i want now i know what to teach next week thank you Haley. awesome awesome grace okay uh i am running out of time i am going to squeeze this next one in it's by alan burchill who isn't far from manchester and uh then i'm going to squeeze in one more to finish if i have time here we go you'll know this one Love some 
and I'm really pushing my time this week guys but thank you for joining me all around the world we're going to start off in Manchester again next week and I'm going to take you to some more exotic places I'm going to play you out quickly with my favorite David Morgan dance this is Blair's dad and this is one that my class loved hands talk tonight see you next week guys thanks so much Till the stars fade away Baby, cut off the lines Let our hands talk tonight I get tripped up, baby Trying to tell you just how I feel So here it goes I'm gonna make it perfectly clear Right now I'll say it all without making a sound I know we're Roundup of dances taught by some of the world's most loved instructors and choreographers. Saturdays, 2 p.m. UK time.